ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists! Great, those were, if anything, fine. fine. <laughs> um, oh, uh, my friend Kit, who listens to the show and messaged to say um, something nice about the show, which is lovely, um, is a very talented lighting designer um, normally in life mm. and has decided following the lockdown to train to become a, a signalman. On, yeah, the on the rails, yeah. And he's currently at signalling school. Very cool. He's done. I think he's done six weeks of wow. the eleven-week course. Yeah. Um, and I think it's he. Uh, he didn't quite say this, but uh, he sort of implied that Kit is someone who did maths at, at Oxford. Mm. Um, and is that academic and clever and engaged mm. in. Uh, problem solving and uh, all those sorts of things, and I think he's—he's he's not finding it overwhelmingly, but he's finding it intellectually very stimulating and quite challenging. So it really shows just how hard it is to do that job, which is vital, by the way, because these people stop from trains crashing into each other. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, exactly. You, know, you want that to be a hard job, but um, uh, this whole episode won't be about you, kid. Uh, but he did message me to say um, that he's halfway into the course and he has. Um, discovered what he suspects to be an omission in the rule book, and oh, he's passed shit. it on to his superior. So, is it like if on one if if you go left, there are five people you don't know, but if you signal right, there's one person you do know on the track? Oh, you, you mean the to... trolley experiment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good use of a uh, mathematical philosophical uh, conundrum and the railways to, uh, yeah. to represent Kit's life other listeners uh welcome to the show <laughs> people who aren't kit start listening now <laughs> hello paddy how are you yeah i'm all right man i'm tired i'm a bit tired i'm a it's, bit done it's how been a you? bit of a busy week and it isn't even over we're off to trowbridge tomorrow oh we're off um, to trowbridge tomorrow we've got a show tonight we've got yeah it's all yeah, it's all go isn't it johnny it's all go tonight is the penultimate night of our tour if you're listening to this uh it won't be tonight anymore because this isn't going out live. It will be mm. yesterday or another. D- you could be listening to this in a year. Yeah, who knows? Who fucking knows? <laughs> do what you like. Um, also, isn't it the ultimate night of our tour? What did I say? Penultimate. I thought I said last. I meant no. last. Oh wow, we've we've really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant said, no, last one was the penultimate. Mm. But yeah, I meant tonight. Tonight is the ultimate night. Yeah, but you don't say ultimate. I mean, I think I might have misspoken. That's a, a, a given with okay. someone as tired and incompetent as me. But I do think it's interesting. You say penultimate. You say anti-penultimate for the last but one. You don't say the ultimate night of the tour. You say it's the last night of the tour. Why oh, are right. we using two systems there? You know, what's the matter with us? Where's the well, consistency? I know, I hate it. I'm, I'm, I'm livid, actually. But you're as hungry as I am. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to start writing more letters. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all right, dude. Um, I think that we're, um, I think we're doing really well um, mm. at the moment, and I'm, I, I'm proud of us. But I think it is also slightly, um, it's taking its toll a little bit again. Um, yeah, there's a danger, isn't there? There's that feeling when you're very hardworking. Mm. Certainly, I feel, and maybe, maybe others don't feel. as people who don't have any anxiety or mental health issues um or at least they just manifest in different ways um 
there's that feeling when you're you're just about keeping your head above water and you're yeah. working really hard that the real sort of no sinking feeling that it's going to all fall apart someday soon <laughs> yeah oh absolutely i mean like it's yeah that i find myself getting uh uh, being calmer when larger things go wrong at the moment, but much more upset when small things go wrong. I was livid yesterday at, and I won't say what this is because I don't want if this person listens them to know. At somebody, let's just say his name's Gaddy. Yeah, <laughs> and I was doing a gig with him. <laughs> no, I was livid with somebody who didn't pay us. Because um, mm. I'm always like, when big institutions don't pay freelancers on time. You know, they are the worst. And I remember thinking I was ready to start a big email of vitriol. And mm. I'm glad it didn't, because about an hour later, I realised they'd rung you and you just hadn't got back to them. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't got back to them. <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was very odd. We, we hadn't communicated, me and them hadn't communicated, you and I hadn't spoken. It was it was all fine. Well, the problem but... is they left you an answer phone message. Yeah, which I'm not um, good at. Well, I believe I googled the number I had to call to find my voicemail <laughs> uh, because I kept I kept doing the old one from when I was on Vodafone. It kept going, boo, doo, doo, and I was like, "Well, I've got no messages again." I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna yeah. say something borderline dangerous. Okay, which I'm, is... I'm just putting a note on the recording just in case. <laughs> just... There is a cultural divide, yeah, between people who use the answer phone. And people who don't. And that cultural divide is, um, do you live in a town or do you live in a village made of sticks and mud? (laughs) (laughs) I think think it's, I mean, it is sort of that, because I think it's, do you still have a landline? Sure. I think people who have landlines still use voicemail, because you come in, and my dad still does it when he gets home. He presses the... He comes in, he presses the button, he goes, you have four new men. He doesn't listen to them. It, get, it does that thing where it's like, 3.31 today. And someone will be like, hello, James. And he goes, fuck off, and presses delete. And then he gets the next one and goes, oh, hi there. Be like, oh, God, I'm not getting back to her. And he deletes that as well. That said, like, I would what's like, the point of this machine? Sure, I would like to say, and I want you to know, and you know this, for I've known your father probably longer than I've known you, because as, as we've yeah. discussed on this before, we met through your brother, and mm. I was friends with him uh, for many years before we'd even really got to know each other. And and I'd been to his house and met James, your dad. So I've known your dad a long time. He's never a good example to tell in an anecdote. He's never representative (laughs) of any group. Because you could say, well, because your dad is sort of late 60s, and you could say, oh, he's representative. He's not. He's not representative of that generation. You could say... He's uh, he worked in business, so he's kind yep. of no, 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 nope, nothing like that. You could say he lives in the countryside, so he's like a country. No, 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 no. I think somewhere there is a painting of a man with a very normal life <laughs> kept in an attic somewhere, whilst my dad gradually goes crazy, goes crazy around it. Um, your dad is such a wonderful human being, but yeah. he, yeah, I, I, um, you're, I'm sure she won't mind me saying this, but your stepmum. Yeah. Once described him as her wonderful liability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And I've always thought that was a delightful, a delightful turn of phrase. <laughs> anyway, um, they left you an answer phone message, and yes. as a result, we didn't get paid. And then I was very, sh- I was, I wasn't grumpy with you actually because I totally understood. But I was grumpy with the world yesterday. Um, yeah. And also, we didn't need to be paid yesterday. We were paid today, and everything's fine. But you, it's, we're talking about the little things that sort of. Mm. 
blow you up blow, or, or you know, drive you crazy. I do think, because I know I have an answer phone message on my mobile phone. I, I'm not able to switch it off. My answer phone message says, if you ever ring me, if you know me and you know my number, you can listen to it later today if you fancy. If you don't, I'll just give you a precy. Hello, this is Johnny. Please don't leave me an answer phone message. I don't use this service anymore on account of the fact that it's 2020. If you want to get hold of me, the best thing to do is to text me, send me a WhatsApp message, uh, email me, and then I give my email address over the phone. Mm -hmm. um, if you leave me an answer phone message, I am my phone never lets me know. Like they don't, it doesn't. I don't get a reminder that it's there. And I yeah. don't regularly listen to them because I don't tend to get them. So it's not a good way of getting hold of me. And I make mm. that very clear in a very friendly way in the message. And everyone I know who uh, fits into the sort of Venn diagram of people who leave messages. So all mm -hmm. the people who leave messages, what I'm saying, they leave the same message, which is, oh, hello, um, it's about four o'clock. If you could call me back. They've not listened to a word. <laughs> <laughs> It's just yeah, I mean, like it, I because the WhatsApp the WhatsApp voice messages piss me off as well. I was well, about they're fine because like... you get you get a warning of what they're. But also the reason exactly. I like WhatsApp voice messages is I can literally record a message and go, "Hi Paddy, it's Johnny. I'm going to be an hour late. Uh, I don't have time to type this," and send it. And, and then you yeah. get a reminder that you immediately get told it's there, and you press play and listen to it. Now, if you leave me an answer phone message, what happens is this. You go boop, bap, beep, bap, boop, 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 and then you ring the number. And <laughs> and it goes, hello, this is your answer phone service. If you would like to listen to your messages, press one. And you go, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't understand that. Was that one? <laughs> okay, first message received oh, I Monday. Hate this. August 3rd by O7. Oh, fucking hell. Eight. It's giving me anxiety oh. just hearing this. And you're like, oh, I don't care. Just like, <laughs> by the time we got to the message, I also used to find when you did get, because my phone no longer tells me I've got an answer message. I don't know why. Mm. I think, as has been as has been discussed before, the iPhone is great. And wouldn't it be really good if it was also a working phone? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't. When it, you often, I get a message that is, "Oh hi, yeah, oh you're ringing me back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I think you're caught. Actually, hang on. All right, if you listen to this, you wait, and I'll call you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because and also, at least with the WhatsApp voice things, you know how long they're gonna be. Yeah. As well. You can see it says this is 31 seconds. You go, right, well, I've got 34 seconds, so I might as well hit play in the next couple of seconds. And But with a voicemail, sometimes you're just like, well, I don't know how long this is going to go on for. And I'm, I'm literally stood outside a train station waiting to go in. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are you going to read me the rest of, of Mice and Men? Because I can't be Well, I would today. say, I would say, I, for those of you, uh, I, I, just in the interests of... Um, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I think what I'm trying to say is, while I was on holiday mm. in the end of August, mm. um, I was trying not to work. Mm -hmm. You left me a WhatsApp voice message. Yeah. And I was, you know, and I looked at it 
and I opened it and Josie saw it as I opened it and it said two minutes, 25 seconds. Mm. And Josie looked at it and went, you should stop working with Paddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's not on. (laughs) You should just fire him. You should all quit. Whatever it is, however you, how do you fire a partner? I don't know. You can't. You just have to resign from the board. You have to, it's totally not worth fair. two minutes, ten seconds. It's just not worth You should just end the <laughs> just relationship. Get out of there. Get out of there right away. I even remember because you of how traumatizing that You also sent me a message that said, I'm so sorry, you have to listen to this. You have to listen to this. It was because it was shitting it down it, with rain. Yeah, and, and I had a, a really very wrong. important news to give you. And I was like, this is awful and I'm sorry, <laughs> but if I don't send it now, oh God, I just don't like communicating with people <laughs> next week on whiny men yeah. <laughs> sad men complain yeah oh god so um, i feel like i think we've exhausted all of the humor of joylessly complaining about one aunt's phone message <laughs> yeah that is totally fair but i think it was part of the larger point that i find that now when i think my attitude has flipped over the course of um the last six months in that now when all these kind of big things go wrong and like, you know, like, like becoming desensitized to the news mm. or something like that. And you look at the Trump Biden debate and you go, oh, fuck me. Or you, you go, are we going to go into another lockdown? I don't know. Boris Johnson doesn't know. He's saying this, that. And the other. I now have a sort of a sense of calm about it that I'm like, well, this is out of my control and yeah. I'm doing my best and I'm just going to keep being me and keep trying to help. But then when, you know, you realize that, a charger doesn't work. I'm like, oh, well, we might as well just fucking, you know, I'll just move. <laughs> you know, I'll just leave forever. I'm going to quit comedy. I'm going to quit it. And I just, I massively overreact to tiny little things. So I think that was the larger point I was trying to make. No, and I think you're right. I did it yesterday. I was so tired. So since we last did this episode, this yeah. podcast, sorry, um, I, uh, Josie went away for the weekend. She went camping and hiking with uh, mm-hmm. some friends. And she did some outdoor swimming and running around the hills, which is very good for your mental health. Um, oh. But I wouldn't do, uh, even if... Be awful for your mental health. Well, I, 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 yeah, actually, the cold water swimming, I could get behind because it's quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If someone said to me, look, you could do this thing, it might help your depression. And I'd be like, oh, how long does it take? And if they yeah, said, well, it's at the top of this hill. Yeah, I'd be like, no. But if they're like, <laughs> look, you can get a cab to the pool... Um, you've got to get in it. It's six degrees. It's going to hurt, but then you can get out. I'm much more on board with that than you need to run up this. It'll take you a day. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm no. I'd rather be sad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Sometimes that's true. Um, but but anyway, she she went and did that, and I had um, our darling daughter on my own, which is a joy, and um, also a, a sort of. Uh, uh, very difficult thing to do um sometimes because of it's exhausting and then josie came back and she was more tired and exhausted and weary than she had been before she left because she went on that kind of holiday yeah and i was just i was real i was trying to be very level-headed about it It was like i need you to come back and be on top of this but you're not but that's not your fault i'll just be i'll be great and i was great all of Sunday night and Monday. I really was. I was fab. I mean, you know, mm. there's people should write books about that. Yeah, and sure. I was very patient. And then suddenly I just, I ran out of everything and I was a dickhead. And I, I, I was putting our daughter to bed and I got back and I came in and 
And Tracy was like, oh, that took a while. You were right. And I went, yes, of course I'm all right. I'm fine. What's the matter with you? And she went, would well, you want to just have a lie down? And I went, okay, fine. Let's not have dinner. <laughs> and I went and lay in bed in the dark for half an hour until she came in and went, okay, so this is new. <laughs> Bit of fun has been had by all. See, I see you've gone mad. <laughs> um, oh, mate. Well, bless you. I mean, you know, yeah, because I, I remember speaking to you on Tuesday before the gig and uh, you being a bit, like, a bit like you were you were being very nice. You were being crabby, but in a, in a way that's like, I know I'm being crabby, but I'm going <laughs> to be crabby. Um, and, you know, when you can just sense with someone, you're like, oh, yeah, you've had a shitter. You can tell when someone's being a dick and when someone is You're feeling struggling. shit. Well, I think I was. I do struggle with um, if I don't get enough sleep, and this isn't unusual because yeah. everyone's like this. I think if you don't get enough street sleep, you really it is very hard to function. I know people always go, "Well, Margaret Thatcher slept four hours a night." We've discussed this before on this podcast. Mm. Yes, and she was a horrible person. She was a devil woman who actively tried to destroy the lives of everyone around her. I yeah. think, I genuinely believe, if someone had gone, Margaret, here are some sleeping pills. I want you to sleep eight to nine hours a night. She would have become a socialist. Yeah, she would have been on the left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and and I've said this before. Anyone who thinks, I mean, I think there was that, that was the 80s and there was that sort of you know, work hard, play hard, die young sort of vibe. Um <laughs> But I've never, I think if you sleep a lot, if you listen to this show and you're like, oh, I sleep a lot, I don't get enough done, um, just just enjoy that you sleep a lot and it's good for you. And don't feel any guilt or negativity about it. Anyone who's like, oh my God, you slept eight hours, what are, nine hours, what's the matter with you? You just go, yes, I'm a human being. Uh, I'm sorry that you're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it also sleeps, sleeps the sleeps the best man mm. like it's it always i um oh christ i now can't remember the the term for it i actually i read a really interesting thing about this the other day about um when you don't feel like you have much control of your life apparently it's something that happens a lot to freelancers or people in industries that can be hugely affected by things like the pandemic and you find that some days you're working loads of hours and some days you're working none um there's a term for this when you're really tired and, you know, so let's say it's 10 o'clock in the evening and you've had a massive day. You're really tired. And th what you should do is go to bed. And you know that you want to go to bed. You know that you love sleep. And you know that, oh, it'd be lovely getting into bed. But you don't because you're like, well, if I don't go to bed, I'm reclaiming some of my hours that should have been for me, but and have instead gone on all the other things today. And you oh, try right. to make yeah, yeah. time for yourself. And I do this all the fucking time. And, I, and it, sometimes it makes me hate myself. And sometimes I'm like, no, I really needed that. Where I will refuse to get into bed because I know the second I do, I'll fall asleep. But I'll be like, but it's only 10. And I've, you know, and I have This is my time nice to time. watch. Um, yeah. So I'll, exactly. My soup time of to, America. Yeah. My soaps and soup <laughs> of America. And um, yeah. And that's, and so even if I am sat on the sofa, falling asleep every two minutes and waking myself up every two minutes i won't go to bed for hours because i'm like nope this is my time if i go to bed i've i've ended this day and i am beginning the next day and i will have had no nice paddy time oh i see but often that nice paddy time that becomes called? me being craggy 
Um, I, I can't remember. You said the there term was a name, would... a term. Oh, oh, so you can't remember it? No, I can't remember, but I will try and remember it for the next episode. <laughs> so that everyone can... It's a real. Just... I don't know what it is. <laughs> You're like, I know that there's actually a term for it, and um, and I don't know it, but uh... I don't know it. I've never, I've never learned it. Anyway, I'll write in if you know it. But there is a, an actual word for it, and it's people who, yeah, they ref- they kind of refuse to go to bed because they're so knackered that they feel like they need to do something fun instead of bed. Should we go to lose... bed now? I'd love to go to bed now, but we can't. We have too much to do. <laughs> Speaking of too much to do, we are about to move off this... Um, Buddy. <laughs> this podcast and into the Patreon-only podcast. If you listen to this and you enjoy it, mm-hmm. um, please continue to do so. And thank you for listening. We really appreciate that. Share it with your friends and your family and your um, loved ones and your hated ones uh, mm-hmm. and let people know that it exists. Um and uh, every time we do one of these, we then go over to Patreon, um, patreon.com forward slash Johnny and the Baptists, and we record the second half of these thoughts, uh, which if you are in a position to support us financially uh, with uh, anything from £5 a month, uh, and you get one of these a week, as well as lots of other things, then you can continue listening. And if you're not in a position to support us financially, just continue enjoying the free one. Uh, if in return you could... Uh, tell your friends, message people, Instagram, tweet about it. That would be lovely. Uh, there's no, um, there's no guilt. You know, if you can't do it, that's fine. Oh. You know, we all, oh. we all got our, we've all got our Chris de Berg. Sorry, Chris, Cross de Bear. Um, <laughs> that sounded like that whole spiel was working up to that joke that you've been waiting <laughs> to say. I wrote that joke in 2003. <laughs> I finally, finally found the time to put it now in. Now we can stop working together. That's what this has all been about. All right. Um, I love you. Um, and um, join us over on patreon.com forward slash Johnny and the Baptists. I love you too. Bye, Danny. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>